following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. NBA fans, I know you are pumped up. The wait is over. Pro basketball is back. And the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant W. It is a Moneyline Monday, presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. I want to applaud the Big Ten by opening up not just a can of worms, it's a big can of snakes. You know what those coaches and ADs just did at every other Big Ten school last week where they met with the commish of the Big Ten and Michigan's just not playing fair. Well, guess what they opened themselves up to? People digging up dirt on those coaches and those schools. So while we're awaiting the end of the Harbaugh era, suspensions are forthcoming. He shall be banished to the gallows and never seen again and wear the scarlet letter H on his forehead. No kingdom shall rise from the north. So, Chris Ballas, who will join us coming up in just about 15 minutes. There's a story on how the Purdue coach knew Michigan signs. Oh, it gets better. It gets better. There's now stories that Illinois used stolen signals against Michigan in 2022, and Ohio State is accused. (laughs) Here we go. Oh, yeah, Michigan's the only school that cheats, man. There's only cheaters. Everyone else is no cheating. Ohio State, Ryan Day. Oh, he had no comment after the Rutgers game. Everybody's watching Michigan struggle in the second quarter against Purdue, and they're like, ha-ha, ha-ha, ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. You don't have the signals. Like Connor Stallions is the reason Michigan football is good. Are you kidding me? 
But all of these dog coaches, all of these weak ADs, you just open yourself up to people ratting you out, former players, former coaches. And the conference now, because they allowed it to get there, will be full of embarrassment for years to come. Good job, Kamish. You're a leader. Yeah, you got to go to Michigan. You got to talk to Santa Ono. Where, by the way, any president whose name ends with, oh, no, you're not going there. (laughs) Oh, no. Is Harbaugh getting suspended? Oh, no. Santa's going to come through your chimney. Do you think Michigan, everybody know? Oh, no. I knew where this story was going, and this is just scratching the surface. And for the Big Ten commissioner to allow the other coaches and have Jim Harbaugh removed from the conversation sounds like something we would read about that happens in our Congress or Senate. Or that happens with the mainstream media, which, by the way, did you see NBC in their opening? Oh, my God, Noah Eagle. Oh, Todd Blackledge and Nicole Auerbach. They don't mention Santa Ono's letter to the Big Ten, do they? They don't mention anything to balance it. It's an NBC hit job. Oh, by the way, NBC. Our motto is, we don't report both sides of the story. I was furious. I was watching the game with Russ Ortiz. Mark Rasmussen, a Michigan State fan, was on his 18th beer because that win over Nebraska felt like they just won the college football playoff. Superfly called me, sent me a FaceTime. I'm trying to get it up on the Huge Show Facebook page. Tears streaming down his cheeks. Can you believe it? We beat the Huskers. And we got Queen Emma, who's with 96-1 The Game Sister Station, Wood Radio, a great reporter, wonderful voice on air, huge Husker fan, grew up in Nebraska. Parents used to have a maze where aliens, I guess, did the maze, and then people would come out and pay five bucks to go see the alien maze in Kearney, Nebraska. So she's a huge Husker fan. I come in, and Superfly's like, nah, 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 nah. Oh, yeah, living in denial. He still can't get over it. And then I look at Queen Emmy and I say, hey, your Huskers, they don't have a path to the Big Ten title. And she goes, yes, they do. A better path than your team. Shazam. I'm like, are you calling me a Michigan homer? Kind of walked away because... Nebraska's reeling, Michigan State. Hey, for the players, I really am happy. For the seniors and the players who had nothing to do with the lack of leadership with Mel Tucker or Michigan State Athletics or the university, I'm I'm happy for the kids. Not kids, young men, grown men. I'm happy for them. But this is just, this is the tip of the iceberg. So you're the Big Ten You were listening to the pitchfork mob. You were ready to suspend Harbaugh. Ban Harbaugh from coaching 
Oh, the king of the north shall be struck from his mighty maize and blue throne. By who? I am the devil of the Big Ten. Oh. So where does it go from here? Just like Guns N' Roses used to sing, Where do we go? Where do we go? Where do we go? I'm telling you where it's going. The Big Ten will reverberate with embarrassment unless they shut this down today. Today! Let, let the NCAA investigate because you know what's happening right now? All these stories you're seeing popping out, people are sending them to the NCAA. So you're the NCAA. And this is very smart by Michigan and their lawyers. And Santa, oh no. Two snaps. Oh no. Do you think they're going to lose at Penn State, Santa? Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. If you're going to focus just on Michigan and not look at any of these other allegations, what happens? What? Michigan will win a $100 million lawsuit against their own conference? Hardball will take on the NCAA? Do you got any proof yet? You got any proof yet? Any proof yet? That Harbaugh is connected to Connor Stallings. Matter of fact, outside of his resignation, which not firing him, who knows, there's some legal strategy there, right, from last Friday. Have you seen anything that connects Harbaugh to this? Has Harbaugh ever looked nervous talking about this? Not like Jim McElwain talking about Connor Stallions. Oh, has anything come from CMU and the mysterious guy in the silence, which was funny, watching with Russ Ortiz and the crew. Did you see the Missouri-Georgia football game? <laughs> Missouri had a, Missouri's changed their logo. It's a black M. They're gold and black, but the black looked blue. And there's a guy with a mace golf shirt with a black M hat with sunglasses that they kept going to, I guarantee the director and producer knew what they were doing, where it looked like Connor Stallions. And I tweeted out at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. I said, hey, it's good to see he's landed on his feet that quick in a day. And they went back to him like 20 times. They did. Look, I'm... Hardball will have to live with punishment for what someone on his staff did. I'm not debating that. I said it from day one of this soap opera. But I also said that all Ohio State of all people, with the allegations of Ryan Day's brother, his family, connected to investigating Michigan, now other stories popping up that people had signals. You're going to have these going everywhere, like I said, with former staffers, former players. The Big Ten may take itself down. Oh, we got the mob. We got the Alan Haller. Alan Haller, the AD at Michigan State, is the one last week talking about integrity. Integrity. 
Oh my God. Has anybody looked at the timeline on how they handled Mel Tucker? No, I'm Alan Heller. I'll speak public. Yeah, they were a dirty program. Uh, Mr. Heller, what about what's going on? Hey, this isn't about anything with any other Big Ten school. It's only about Harbaugh and Connor Stallions. Uh, Mr. Haller, did Stallions have improper FaceTime with any other people connected to the school? He probably did. So I need the Michigan AD to leave the conversation, Harbaugh to leave the conversation, because the rest of the Big Ten schools just want to talk about how bad Michigan is. This will go down. Where, where the Big Ten commissioner did not show his leadership, this will go down as one of the worst moves ever to let the mob rule last week. And yeah, Twitter with the haters, you can just lie. You can lie to get an account. I've said this before. Twitter will say, hey, we are... Elon's going to address all the truth on Twitter. Well, how about you address whether someone gets an account? It's really them. So you're going to fact check an account that says Porky Pig says Harbaugh's a cheater. That's his handle. That's a cheater. Again, NBC is reporting. Hi, everybody. Noah Eagle along with Todd Blackledge. Welcome to Michigan and Purdue. Before we get going, uh, we're looking at a Twitter feed right now from Porky Pig says Harbaugh is a cheater that Harbaugh cheated. Todd, I think we can confirm that. Harbaugh is a cheater. The opening kick is next. That's all, folks. The day that a stuttering pig is the source of news on Twitter. That's all, folks. Oh, my God. This is just crazy. It really is. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com will join us next. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com within the hour. Tim Stout from Lansing on MSU's football victory and the start of a Tom Izzo basketball season. Clayton Safey also from the Wolverine.com. Graham Couch, uh, you want to join in our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Lions back in action Sunday against the Chargers in L.A. And I've asked this question a couple of times in the last three weeks, Superfly. What will be the end result for Michigan? I'm telling you, with everything coming out, I say it will be, you know, a couple games suspension for Harbaugh. Program's not going down. A lot of people smelled Twitter blood in the water last week. And the Big Ten let the mob rule here. If the Big Ten doesn't come out and say, we have opened an investigation 
into Michigan. But now you're going to get into that delicate area. Are you going to investigate Ryan Day and the allegations that his family investigated Michigan? Are you going to investigate uh, Chris Ballas' story about Ryan Walters knowing Michigan signals? Wait, what about Illinois in 2022? What about Ohio State? Are you going to investigate all this? Your own conference. What an idiot. That the Big Ten Commission just went, say, right away to every AD, to every head coach, except Harbaugh, who was on that conference call, I will let the NCAA handle this and will address it accordingly after their investigation is complete. Instead, you heard about how they're looking for fast evidence so they can, oh, send Harbaugh for the uh, rest of the season to the sidelines. My Lord. But it's America right now. People can protest one thing and try and knock down the fence at the White House and other people who peacefully walk through something or whoever they're connected to end up in prison. I mean, it's just, again, it's how Twitter and the media want to frame something up, and I'll include Facebook in it. Look what we've been through as a country the last Eight years, if not longer. We just have this mob mentality where we go after somebody without due process, without looking at the facts. And then when the facts come out, we're like, oh, we were wrong. Really? Really? The masks don't work? Really? (laughs) That's good. I got a whole drawer full of them. Oh, yeah. Forget about all those small businesses that went out of business. Forget about that. It'll work. Oh, hey, Pfizer's laying off people. That's great. That's awesome. Oh, God. And this Michigan story falls right into it where on Twitter, businesses, I've heard this, will go to employees and say, hey, we, 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 we read, we got a message from somebody saying that you're saying this. So you don't verify who the person is who's sending the message. You think because it's on Twitter, it's true. And like I said, for Twitter to do fact-checking on Twitter, when you don't fact-check to make sure every account is from somebody, should they have a driver's license to get a Twitter account? Some verification? No, I get it. Twitter wants this rampant, you know, hashtag discussions. They want that. You know, I'm in the media business. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I do a three-hour statewide show Monday through Friday, but my brand is out there 24-7, seven days a week for people to read. So I'm not going to be a hypocrite because I use Twitter. I use Facebook. It's a necessary evil. It's a necessary promotional vehicle. It is. If you're in my business, I think you need to be on it. It is a way for me to write my opinion, which I enjoy doing. It would shock some of you that I actually have a well thought out, this is where I stand on something. And I don't take things down. I'm not worried about, well, you know, we're going to go to your advertisers. Really? You're going to go to my advertisers because I have an opinion on Harbaugh or Mel Tucker. You're going to threaten me, the message board. So a business is going to take info 
from a message board nickname. I told you a story that someone sent a letter, did not sign it, had an email that did not identify them, did not sign it, and it actually became a discussion for two seconds with the people I partner with at the Michigan Sports Network. And you know what I told them? I said, let me know when we fill up my hands and toes. That would be 20. With complaints about the same thing. And if someone hasn't signed it, put a name and an address or at least a phone number to it, I put no validation in those complaints. I don't. And I've lived through it, man. I've done this for 32 years and really the last, uh, what would it be? 13, 14 with Twitter, right? Facebook. And the people have tried. Oh, my advertisers, hey, we got five complaints. Really from a message board. Show me. Do you know their names? No. Do you know who they are? No. So please tell me why on God's green earth you're going to put any validity to what those people are saying. It's the mob mentality in America that has taken this country down. Whether it's law enforcement, whether it's the military, whether it's a good man or woman who really had a dream to represent their constituents. Whether it's taking down a small business owner. Whether it's taking away a chance at a girl to be a state champion. This mob mentality has got to end in sports and in everyday life in America. It has to. We have laws. What's interesting is we all talk about the NCAA bylaws when it comes to Michigan, but nobody will respect the ultimate law is that you are innocent until proven guilty. But with the mob and the media and the social networks, you are guilty until you can prove yourself innocent. And good luck to the Big Ten, because for the rest of your existence... Fellow schools are now going to turn in other schools and people who worked at schools who did cheat are all going to come forward. And the Big Ten will spend every day dealing with these stories because they just set a precedent. Good luck to the Big Ten. Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com will join us next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Earn bonus points with M Perks at Meyer for just one more way to save this holiday season. Shop groceries, apparel, gifts, and more, and earn points on it all. And right now, earn two times the points for every dollar you spend on select Meyer brand food. Earn points every time you shop and redeem them anytime you want. Make Meyer your one-stop shop for everything you need this holiday season. And with M Perks, you'll save even more. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my friends at Urban U. 
They're Michigan's best med spa. Now, they have multiple locations in the Grand Rapids metro area, and you'll find an Urban U location in Northville on the east side of the state. And this is a message for any guy listening right now. How often do you think about your skin health care? Well, Urban U has multiple options that could help you immediately. Whether you work out a lot, you run, your job requires a lot of sweating, you need to think about your skin health care, and Urban U can help you, hydrofacials, and so much more, or even your kids. Think about that. If your son, your daughter's playing a lot of sports and they're having trouble with their skin health care, Urban U has options that can help today. Just go to theurbanu.com to find out more. Locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and on the east side of the state in Northville. Go to theurbanu.com. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in a luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. I did see Adam Rittenberg, ESPN, saying that the NCAA has joined Central Michigan in investigating a man resembling ex-Michigan staff member Connor Stallions who appeared on the CMU sideline September 1st against Michigan State. The unidentified man wore CMU issue, issue gear and had a bench area credential. How hard is it, like I said, how hard is it to find out who was there? If it was Connor Stallions, multiple coaches with McElwain worked at Michigan and around Connor when he was a volunteer. How hard is it? How hard is it to say who was there? This story is beyond belief. I mean, every day, it's like script writers get together overnight and say, you know what? This is what we're doing today. Yeah, we're going to do that. And we're going to take the story there. I mean, Harbaugh said he's fine with the criticism at his weekly media get-together, getting ready for Penn State Saturday in Happy Valley, that as long as it's not directed at the players, his kids, his family, he's fine with it. He doesn't seem nervous at all. He really doesn't. And the NCAA now... Going after, because, you know, this tells me with how hard they're pressing to find out who was there, that they don't have a lot on Michigan. They don't. And they're looking for a smoking gun and some connection that would 
make Harbaugh like he knew or he's <laughs> oh oh my god and then I told you the story out there Illinois used stolen signals against Michigan football in 2022 Ohio State accused too you got Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com he has the best sources on this story uh, he joins us right now uh, on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. He had a, uh, his latest uh, post and tweet uh, at thewolverine.com connecting right? the Purdue coach to Michigan Signal. Uh, what, what's going on, Chris? What's the latest? The story changes well, by the hour. Well, it's going to, and that's what I keep telling people. They get mad. You post something, and then 10 minutes later, something else happens, and you said they say, well, you, 10 minutes ago, you said this was good news. And they're saying, hey, if you want stuff in real time, then you're going to have to roll with the punches here because it's going to change. Uh, the latest, the very latest, Bill, is prepare for uh, for some big news uh, that's coming that is uh, was supposed to have been released already by one of our colleagues about a um, about some more sign stealing and sharing things that were against Big Ten rules uh, against some of Michigan's rivals. So prepare for that. Um, and some of us have said it's a bombshell with a paper trail. Other people have been quiet about it until they finish their stories. But this is open to can of worms. And we wrote this morning. You know, I had somebody from the Illinois staff from last year call me who was directly involved in the play calling and everything else say that he was standing next to Ryan Walters and they knew every one of Michigan's signs before the game started and they were helping them with that. Uh, he said they were not obtained illegally. Uh, so there's that, but you know, this is something that's been going on forever. And what he said was the minute that Michigan was on to them, that they were stealing their signs, they went to wristbands, go figure, right? Shouldn't you be prepared for that kind of thing? Because as, as most of the people in the Yahoo stories initially said, uh, these big 10 teams, they knew Michigan was stealing their signals, but then they come back and they say, wow, what a huge advantage because they're getting their ass kicked. So uh, you can't have it both ways. If you knew about it, then do something about it. So, And I'm not excusing, again, Michigan's role in this if it's as big and uh, as uh, this vast network that everybody says it is. But what Michigan is asking is for due process here. And our source yesterday who was involved in negotiations with the Big Ten and with actually Fox was involved as well said, you know, it is headed probably toward litigation, probably towards an injunction injunction because the Big Ten is not backing down. They wanted Michigan to self-impose a long suspension. There were there were quotes out there and stories that they wanted a two-game suspension and Michigan said, no, they weren't going to accept that. They want an indefinite suspension of Jim Harbaugh until the NCAA concludes its investigation or whatever, and, and which is ridiculous. Uh, you know, and all Michigan is asking for is, hey, you know, we want to be treated like everybody else in, in every other case that you've had and not cave to the pressure from some of these rival coaches who, by the way, may just have been indulging in some of their some uh, unscrupulous activity of their own, which I think we're about to find out. So, But it's open to can of worms where I had one national writer tell me today, Bill, he said, you know what, this is why you keep things in the family. And if it is Ohio State indeed that opened this can of worms with a private investigator, and as we reported, Michigan strongly believes it is and believes they have the documentation to prove it, uh, that it was connected to Ryan Day's family from Ohio 
Ohio State, then he said they kind of should have known what they were getting into. So it's only going to get messier. Uh, I think people need to understand that there are going to be highs and lows here, but this is not going to end anytime soon. And that really, the last thing, Bill, and I know this is long-winded, is that the only way they think at this point Michigan sources, again, involved in this, that Jim Harbaugh coaches this year is if he gets an injunction, they are prepared to do that. If it happens, it'll probably be Thursday, they said. That could change, obviously, based on what the Big Ten comes back with. They also told us that if the Big Ten were to say, okay, you know, let's negotiate and, and go for two games here, then it might be 50-50 that Michigan would consider that. But in no way, shape, or form would Fox approve, for example, of a game, a Michigan-Ohio State game without Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines. So you're getting to that Thursday, which gives, you know, 72 hours, give or take, more of that negotiation process that you alluded to. And, okay, take the Penn State and the Maryland game. You're back uh, for Ohio State and the Big Ten championship game. Uh, I could see the same way Michigan did the three-game suspension, which I didn't agree with to start the season. They tried to put it behind them. Uh, I I could see why there's that 50-50 sentiment. And also the other side of Santa Ono Strong uh, letter that was released last Saturday afternoon, early morning, uh, which, by the way, I love Pete Thamel and all these national writers who are just trash in Michigan. Uh, Adam Rittenberg was the only one, uh, at least on Saturday until Sunday morning, only one to even reference it and and did a story on it. Thamel won't even mention the response of Michigan. They all have their own agenda here. And because you know why? Because when you reported that story Friday, that it could be Ryan Day who led this investigation and family members at a at a firm, private investigation firm, that if Thamel and these other reporters go with that, well, then they're killing their sources because that's another thing you said yeah. that the that they and this firm allegedly may be the leaks to these right. national college football writers. Yeah, Michigan strongly believes they are. And and again, they believe they have the documentation to prove it. They're actually oh. working to connect the dots right now. And this is not just us talking here. This is something that's this is real, real here. And, uh, you know, now these guys are probably covering their tracks a lot better than Connor Stallions did, right? Of course, you and I probably would have done, done a better job than Connor at covering the tracks. But so those dots still need to be connected. But it, it is. It's an absolute mess at this point. And, you know, the disappointing part of it, and, and the one thing about the Santa Ono letter, you know, that was something that we got exclusively, and and uh, it was very clear what Santa Ono said was, look, we are not going to agree to anything. Uh, we haven't even gotten any notice of allegations from you, and, you know, he's, it, one, one of the things that was really interesting in the letter is he said, we aren't going to go off conjecture conjecture and, uh, and allegations, you know, from social media to crucify our program. If you've got evidence, then provide it. And clearly, the Big Ten talked a big game on Friday to the point where Michigan was thinking at the time, according to our sources, wow, if they've got all this stuff on us, you know, Jim could be in a lot of trouble here. And it turned out they didn't. They said, well, this is what we're hearing. So you can't go. And what Santa Ono said in that letter that he sent Thursday before that meeting to Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti was, we aren't going off of this. We want to see what you've got. And we want an investigation. And we want it to play out. And I want to say this again, that if there is anything else more damning out there about Michigan um, and it comes out, then Michigan will change course most likely. Likely, and will probably be more uh, apt to to.
to cave and say, hey, okay, we understand what you're saying here. And, and we have always said from the get-go, Bill, you know what, let's wait and see what the facts are and see what else comes out. It could be that they do have more evidence, but right now they don't. And to not allow due process to continue here would be a travesty, is what Santa Ono is saying, uh, for a team that really has a great chance to win a national championship. Chris Ballas from the Wolverines.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line latest on the Harbaugh story. And what I mentioned uh, very uh, firm in my opening today, uh, my initial huge opinion, Chris, that if more stories are coming out about other schools and people coming forward, that Tony Petiti, the new Big Ten commissioner, just opened up more embarrassment for the conference. Yeah, and you know what? It's not just him. And, and Jim Delaney, the former commissioner, he said, oh, this is the guy I'm going to rely on, and you know, I'm, I'm, he's counseling me, and so on and so forth. Jim Delaney has never been a fan uh, of Michigan, has never been good to Michigan. Since, they've, since he arrived in the conference in 1989, there was a, co- a column that a Chicago Tribune uh, writer wrote in 1989 or 1990 following the Rose Bowl about how Jim Delaney, he actually had to quit. It was a, an official who had to quit. He said Jim Delaney would call us and basically tell us how to officiate games and what to watch out for and they're like why is this guy getting involved here and he said keep an eye on this Bo Schembechler and don't let him do this and don't let him do that and Bo Schembechler actually wrote about it in his book and if you go back the last 10 years uh, and look at some of the numbers in Michigan games and and how they were officiated compared to how they are now it's bizarre it is literally bizarre if you look at some of the graphs Um, I'm not I'm not a conspiracy theorist in any way shape or form but I know for a fact and talking to too many people that Jim Delaney's fingerprints are probably all over this thing as well that is uh that's their opinion uh, and i and i at my honestly i think i share it so um we'll see how this all plays out but this guy's in over his head frankly and uh, and i again I'm, I'm not absolving michigan of any blame here but i am saying i'm with them and let's see what due process brings and let's see how hypocritical some of these other schools are when other information is released and you know we talked about the the ryan Walt story today, how he had somebody feeding him signals. Um, you know what? This is an age-old thing where uh, you know that, that it's that's done everywhere. I'm not saying that everybody goes out and sends people to steal signals, but uh, after the night after the 19 the 2019 Michigan Ohio State game, Michigan was sure that Ohio State had their signals and were told that people were recording them, so they had to put banners up over their signs in the Outback Bowl so that people behind their benches weren't recording their signals. So I think there's a lot more to this story. I think. It's going to uh, a lot. Of, a lot of people are going to be uh, pretty stunned by what they find out here, probably within the next twenty-four to forty-eight hours, if not earlier. What's also interesting is that uh, from the big house, uh, there are photos of Purdue coaches with Apple watches on, <laughs> which violate electronic devices in game being used. But oh, wait a minute, Ryan Walters, nice handshake there with Harbaugh. Yeah, it's you know what it's it's going to be it's like I said uh, there aren't going to be any secrets after after this and we, we are slated to talk to some people that it, it, here in the next twenty four to forty eight hours as well in addition to the people that were close to Walters uh, that that have a lot to say about other programs there are no secrets anymore with the transfer portal with kids coming from other programs that are feeling slighted saying hey they're coming down on us this is what we did at you know X Big Ten school or X SEC school. 
uh, it's going to burn. And, uh, you know, I, I was talking to a, a former SEC writer who is a, a colleague of mine, and he said, you know, this happened back in the early 2000s when I think Pete Fulmer was still at Tennessee. They started hiring private investigators, and it ended up with all of them on probation, and they're like, what are we doing? So they basically go in, and, and the commissioner says, you know, uh, you better keep stuff in house or this whole this whole conference is going to be on probation. I think it was Tennessee, Alabama, and Auburn, and uh, then all of a sudden it stopped. But what they do, uh, it's it's like nuclear war is what I wrote. You know what? You you get your stockpile of weapons and you get your dirt on your your opponents and you hope that you never have to use it, right? But if they come after you, you're going to come after them. And you're seeing a strong response now from the Michigan side that, you know, frankly, in the past might have rolled over, but there are a lot of people in the administration, President Santa Ono, who are not in that position. This is not your father's Michigan anymore. A lot of people, a lot of brilliant people that are willing to at least fight for now. Uh, and again, let's see what, it, what the rest of the evidence brings. Unbelievable, man. It's a story yeah. that uh, just won't end. And NCAA joining CMU trying to figure out if that was Connor Stallions. I don't know why it takes so darn long to figure out who was on your sidelines through all the security cameras, through press credential applications to CMU giving out credentials, how somebody gets coaches gear uh, for CMU uh, to be on the sidelines, the little blue light, uh, Jack Reacher glasses, whatever you want to call it. Uh, God. All right. Chris, keep us posted. Let us know. Everybody can follow this story at thewolverine.com and also Chris Ballas, B-A-L-A-S, on Twitter. Thanks for the update, my man. You bet. Take care, Bill. Yeah, I'm also taking the feedback of the audience. Where are you at on this Harbaugh story? Uh, You can join us. That is our Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE. To 21,000. Everything huge 24 7 at thehugeshow.net. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's a Black Friday free fall every week in November. Each week, nab the best deal around with drawings from 3 to 11 p.m. Every hour, four lucky players will win up to $1,000 premium play. 
Don't miss a moment of the excitement. It's Black Friday Freefall. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. What are you looking for in a career? What are you looking for in your pursuit of happiness and satisfaction? Let's answer those questions by answering this one. What are you? If you're selfless, courageous, dedicated, disciplined, and humble, your happiness and satisfaction may be in a new career in law enforcement. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org today or simply walk into your local police department and start the conversation. You may find the answer to all of your questions. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All I have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up. Pistons NBA fans, you use code HUGE when you sign up. Bet five bucks on the Pistons or any NBA game, and you'll get 200 in free bets instantly. Just use code HUGE when you sign up. I do want to get feedback from everybody listening across the state and all around the world on the iHeart app. Where do you stand on this Michigan story right now? Your personal opinion. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Now, if you miss any of our HUGE Opinions, interviews, hours, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search The HUGE Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. NBA fans, I know you are pumped up. The wait is over. Pro basketball is back. And the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant W. It is a Moneyline Monday, presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. 
What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number two on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups. Superfly Hayes is a happy Michigan State fan. They got a W against the mighty Huskers of Nebraska. Oh, Matt Rule, who's struggling at 5-4. and four. Oh, you know, we only had one team scout us. These coaches are pathetic. How about Ryan Walters? Latest story that's breaking out there, Wolverine.com and others, that when he was on the Illinois staff, allegedly stealing signs. Oh, yeah. Now it could involve Ohio State. Yeah, good job, Big Ten. Way to open everything up. Oh, the NCAA has joined in with CMU on the investigation on who's that man? It's a new game show, Sweeping America. Who's that guy? Well, he looks like Connor Stallions, but he has CMU coaches gear that all the coaches and staff are wearing. He has a visitor sideline pass for a week. Well, six days. Nobody can figure him out. Michigan State, it's their stadium. You don't have any cameras that show him anywhere. And the NCAA now has joined CMU. We're going to find something on Harbaugh. We are going to. Oh, and what what else happened last week? Oh, other schools now have Connor Stallions on their sidelines. Really? Where's that video? Huh? Oh, you mean all the national writers like Pete Thamel, Bruce Feldman, uh, Nicole Auerbach, that they don't mention Santa Ono's very strong and poignant letter to the Big Ten last Saturday? But they keep piling on. They don't mention the Wolverine.com and Chris Ballas breaking that story that Ryan Day is behind the investigation and allegedly his family may be involved. But no one wants to investigate that. We're just going to investigate Michigan. I hope the Big Ten is stupid enough to do this. Well, we're going to use our sportsmanship clause. Yes, yeah, sports. Really? Sportsmanship? So Ryan Walters can steal signs when he's at Illinois? Oh, Okay. All right. Sportsmanship? Oh, wait a minute. Electronic devices in the press box in the Purdue coaching booth was discovered in a photo. Oh, nice little way to maybe text somebody. Hey. Oh, but electronic devices are banned. That's cheating. And then Ryan Walters, a dog meat head coach, just walks right by. And again, Harbaugh and handshakes, let's be honest. If you're a Lions fan, you remember when, didn't he slap the butt of Jim Schwartz? And everybody's like, man, Harbaugh's an idiot, man. Then, but all of a sudden, when Harbaugh's coaching your team, he's like, man, I got his back. I got his back. When he, when he was coaching the Niners, he's an idiot, man. So the Big Ten allowing all the coaches to talk Freely, without Harbaugh last week, multiple times with the ADs. And they're just pitchforks, mob mentality. We're just, we want, as Chris Ballas just said last hour from the Wolverine.com on this show, his sources who are involved in negotiations with the Big Ten on this said that the Big Ten wants an indefinite suspension. 
of Harbaugh until the case is resolved. Oh, but here we come with stories about Ohio State leading the investigation. Or Ohio State head coach Ryan Day and his family members connected to it, and Ryan Day had a no comment after the Rutgers game. Oh, we can't identify why Connor Stallions is on the sidelines at Spartan Stadium in CMU coaching gear. But we just want a suspension. No due process. No Big Ten rules that require, as Santa Ono, the Michigan president, pointed out. No, because these national writers have allegedly been fed by Ryan Day and by other coaches and teams. Multiple, they say five sources in the Big Ten, I think, has been the largest number I've seen. Five? Okay, so we can do the math. It's Shiano. It's Day. It's Franklin. It's Rule. It's Walters. Right? You can... uh, Tell by the outs, and it's Michigan State. Let's be honest. Meanwhile, Michigan, according to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, big board, a 10-point road favorite at Penn State. That's what it opened up at. I haven't checked it since the show started. 10 points, Michigan favored at Penn State. That, That seems high. But I'll tell you why I think it's 10 points. Penn State doesn't have a great offense, and Michigan has a stud defense. Let's go to Jim and Grand Rapids listening on our flagship station, 96-1 The Game. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, Huge. Uh, I just really like your uh, statement regarding due process, that one is innocent until proven guilty. But I wonder where that sentiment was when you were berating Michigan State for not firing Mel Tucker before. Oh, well, you mean with the evidence that came out? Yeah, yeah, really, Jim? Berating him that the evidence came out in the USA Today story. Facts. Facts came out about Mel Tucker. Facts that came out. When they knew, December of 2000, I'm not going to let the Michigan State and Michigan border war come into this. There were facts that were released in that USA Today story. I never called for Tucker to be suspended until the facts came out. Have the facts come out in the Harbaugh story, Jim and Grand Rapids? Have they? You're out of order. This entire show's out of order. If facts come out that Harbaugh had knowledge or what Connor Stallings has been accused of is factual, then Harbaugh's head coach will have to pay some suspension price. That's what you get for minor violations. Unless they find something even bigger than all this, and the NCAA is helping CMU looking into this, because if Harbaugh placed Connor Stallions on the sidelines at a rival school to help CMU beat him, and McElwain used to coach with them, oh my God, Harbaugh is the devil. Now, I will say this if there is proof that Harbaugh sent Connor Stallions to infiltrate a sidelines, at a rival school to try and have CMU beat them, then he should be indefinitely suspended. I'll say that if there's proof. But ladies and gentlemen of the public court of opinion jury, you are innocent until proven guilty. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, the voice of sanity and reason, that crew. Ballas, Broom, Safey, Scheme, Borton, and more. 
following the story. Anthony, it's like every day there's a new twist. My Lord. Yes. Uh, every day the twists and turns continue. Uh, it is, uh, it, it's, it's a roller coaster. It is at times turbulent. Uh, I mean, it's always been turbulent, but yeah, I mean, this story continues to evolve and grow and change in different ways each day. So we're just kind of riding the storm right now. So from where we're at through the weekend, which obviously there was a, a pretty good football game for, you know, I'll say two and a half quarters, if not three quarters, Michigan had a lull in there. They got a big lead, kind of, it got boring. Then they ramped it back up. From everything in San Otto's letter to everything in Ann Arbor, outside of Ann Arbor, since we last talked last week, what has caught your attention that is positive for Michigan and what is looming as a huge negative? Well, I think the elephant in the room is that there's going to be some kind of, there's going to be some kind of discipline at some point. I don't know if it's, going to be, you know, in the form of a suspension for Jim Harbaugh this year. Uh, I know, I think right now everyone just kind of needs to step back and take a deep breath. I know that there are people on the Michigan side of things that feel like there could be another shoot a drop in terms of some of the other stuff that's going on in the league right now. I know that Michigan is, you know, kind of all boats are sailing in the right direction right now to fight this. I don't get the sense there are any factions that are, are going to prevent that from taking place, but yeah, I mean, it seems like you know it's it's an incredibly going to be an incredibly important and busy week for I think both the the short and long term future. Given that it's obviously Penn State week, there's a lot of business to tend to on the field, but also it sounds like by the middle of this week we might hear from the Big Ten uh, in some respect in terms of what the plan is moving forward. So um, that's kind of where we're at right now, and. There might be some other stuff that comes out, you know, in the next few days. But, again, it's just kind of one day at a time right now. Yeah, and if you start to look at, and I, what I mentioned just before I came to you, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us. I agree. Connor Stallions, if there's, you know, validated proof, which we still live by you know, that creed for the most part, then Harbaugh will get a, a game or two suspension and, you know, do you try and negotiate just for the Maryland game? Do you try and take the Penn State game, which has been, you know, one of the two circle games all year? Uh, what do you do? And I, and I think, do you let it linger where, uh, it, you know, college football playoff is separate from uh, the Big Ten and the NCAA? I, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I'm Chris mentioned negotiations. Chris mentioned that there's pushback that the Big Ten wants an indefinite suspension of Harbaugh until the NCAA resolved this. My God, that's asking a lot. That could take years. It could take years. Uh, and that's the thing, too, is that I do think it it won't take years. It could just be a matter of, of months, given that, yeah, I mean, what Connor Stallions is accused of, there are receipts out there, and there are Big Ten schools that have his name on – on tickets that were purchased. So, you know, when you, you look at the Big Ten coaches and the administrator side of why they want a punishment in the here and now, it's, you know, they they think that they have Michigan with their hands in the cookie jar or that they have, you know, Michigan caught red-handed. And, and they very well might. But, you know, the fact that we are less than three weeks into an NCAA investigation and there are still a ton of questions in terms of, of who knew what and who signed off on what, who authorized what. And I'm, I'll never get here and say that 
you know, there, there should, that, you know, I'm not going to st- you know, get on the radio and say, oh, well, it's been a witch hunt from the start, but we just need to take a deep breath and let this thing play out a little bit. Like ultimately what will be, will be. Um, but I think it's a really dangerous precedent to set to kind of cater to, uh, you know, a bit of a mob mentality right now. I, I think that, People will argue that that hasn't been the care that, you know, due process hasn't been played out for other situations in the Big Ten, but that has nothing to do with Tony Petiti, and that has nothing to do with, you know, what's going on right now. So I'm fascinated to see where it goes. Um, Again, I I don't think anything's going to come down that affects games this season. Maybe there's some kind of Jim Harbaugh suspension, but, you know, based on everything we know, there is – any idea that Jim Harbaugh won't be on the sidelines for, say, the Ohio State game, that is a complete non-starter in the eyes of the University of Michigan and, and the people that are fighting this right now. So we'll see what it, where, it, where it goes, what happens. You know, there's also uh, a lot of lawyering, I'm sure, will be involved here over the next several weeks, months, and then, like you said, maybe years, but that's where we're at right now. One of the latest stories from Chris Ballas at TheWolverine.com titled How Michigan Football Dealt with Ryan Walters Allegedly Knowing Their Own Signs. There are allegations at Illinois 2022, even Ohio State to a point, uh, new Michigan signs. This is the, and the can of worms is the cliche everyone's throwing out, uh, Anthony, but you are opening up former coaches, former players, former assistants, to rat out the entire Big Ten. This could be catastrophic to the image of the Big Ten. Well, it's catastrophic to that. And I know there are already arguments about what the value of the NCAA is. But, you know, if you're setting a precedent that, you know, these schools can kind of can roll on each other and, and kind of yell and scream and, and kick their feet for a result or something to happen quickly, you're also kind of undermining you know, not only the ability of the NCA and its investigative arm to do its uh, to do its job, but um, you know that's it's pretty clear everyone's kind of ganging up on a member school right now too. So, again, it's just one of those things where I, I, I fully understand that that Connor Stallion and Michigan, you know, it's it's pretty clear to me. Like, if the rosiest possible explanation of all of it. Is it, oh, well, you know, the rule's not clearly defined, and, well, it is a gray area. I mean, that's that that's a defense to me that at times feels a little, uh, you know, I squirm at that a little bit. But also, um, define your rules a little bit better. And, and, and there is that wiggle room in there. And I'm not exonerating Michigan because of that. But, again, it's, you kind of just have to let – I do just feel like you have to let something play out in terms of, you know, the investigation and – where it goes from there, the fact, I mean, the fact that there is this push for punishment in the here and now, uh, it still just kind of blows my mind. Yeah, and then what, what I love about Twitter is that now that stories come out about Ryan Walters or when he was with Illinois or other schools cheating, everyone shoots it down, but Michigan is just guilty uh, before any investigation is complete. That, that That's basically where we're at right now at least on the social network side of this. Yeah, uh, for the most part, I think that's accurate. Um, and again, sign stealing is, is a pretty prevalent practice uh, in the sport of college football. The issue at hand is the question of, of the method that was used to obtain the infel, the information 
that Michigan used to decipher those signs. So, um, again, you have a lot in terms of, you know, we'll see what happens with this whole CMU thing. Now the NCAA is involved with CMU and how a man that looks like Connor Stallions wound up on the sidelines up there. But it's, uh, again, it's, it's really weird to, to, to put down a potential punishment before the, you know, it's even, you know, there's, there's not even any formal accusations on the table yet, other than what's been reported, you know, by the media. So, We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, basically what you have is you have the Ohio State fans, the Michigan State fans, the Michigan haters on Twitter versus the Michigan fan base. That's what that's what it is. And then some people in the media who, you know, see through all this and want to report what Santa Ono says, along with what is out there with the NCAA and CMU. Or if you look at NBC's coverage Saturday night, they don't want to mention anything on the Michigan side of things or that Santa Ono responded to the Big Ten. It's not mentioned by Pete Thamel. Uh, Adam Rittenberg did uh, late in the game on Saturday, but these writers have an agenda. Some do. You can say what you want. Everybody can have their own opinion, but this is not an even playing field right now uh, on how Michigan is being attacked uh, by certain members of the media and the rest of the Big Ten schools. Yeah, they're and that's like they're gonna they're gonna get punished for this. Like anyone that thinks that Michigan's getting off scot free, and I agree with that. Harbaugh's getting off scot free. Like that's it's pretty clear that's where this is headed. But you know, it's just you're you kind of just you're jumping the gun and completely throwing out the process that you know we've seen the NCAA and the Big Ten, which the Big Ten does not have an investigative arm, by the way. So that's something else to uh, to keep in mind um you know you're you're kind of throwing you're you're throwing the throwing their feet to the fire so to speak before there's even you know official al- or you know allegations or a notice of allegations on the table so it's just yeah i i i i really would just and again no one that's making that decision is probably listening to me ramble about it but i really feel like everyone involved with this needs to kind of take a step back. They really do take a deep breath. Um, but yeah, I mean, if Michigan feels it's being unjustly kind of um, burned at the stake, so to speak, they, they are fighting back. I think they will fight back against it. And if this is something that winds up going to court, I, I don't think that that's out of the question either. And if you look under the big 10 bylaws, the commissioner without appeal does have the right for a standard, which would be a minor uh, violation in terms of their sportsmanship rule uh, to not exceed two games. So he has the ability to appease those coaches and ADs he met with last week multiple times with the ADs and suspend Harbaugh for two games. Now, it can't be appealed to the Big Ten, but that's where you get into this possible court injunction that Chris Ballas brought up last hour. Yeah, and that's and and there are people that think, oh, well, is the Big Ten going to wait till later this week? So, you know, it, let's say that they suspend Jim Harbaugh Friday and Michigan can't get a court to a court in time. You know, those those are the types of things that I'm sure a legal team is, is pouring over right now and making sure you have all of your bases covered in that regard. Um, but again, it's I guess that the paper trail is what it is, uh, but that's not something that it, it's. You know, these are all through what the schools have so far, what the media has the media has so far. 
and it's there's there's a lot of there's a lot of unclear things uh, in that in the rule book or very vague things in the rule book that I'm not saying is a defense, but I'm saying Michigan will use it as a defense, and that's going to make this I think only going to get a little bit messier. So a lot bit messier, I should say. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, at some point, it seems there's something percolating about some other sort of sign stealing thing that might be going on in the Big Ten as well outside of Michigan. So we'll see what happens with that. I just I don't think we're getting any closer to this story slowing down, and I think it's only going to keep picking up steam as we head into this this huge game week. That's why the latest story I mentioned from Chris Palace at TheWolverine.com and Anthony Broom from TheWolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line that Ryan Walters was connected to alleged sign stealing. And now people are going to say, well, yeah, stealing signs is no big issue. This is, it's Connor Stallions and the Vast Network, and that is the story. I agree with that. I agree that even if Harbaugh, and he's publicly stated multiple times, he had no connection or knowingly uh, knew it, that you're still the head coach. There are NCAA bylaws where you will be punished. We all get that. Uh, but, you know, there there's a line here for these coaches, whether it's Ryan Walters, whether it's Matt Rule, uh, the Wolverine.com story that Chris had from last Friday about the alleged connection between Ryan Day, family members, and the investigation. You're the Big Ten. If you don't do your due diligence on all of these allegations involving all of your Big Ten teams and you just focus on Michigan, I think you're setting yourself up for a major lawsuit. I would agree with that. Um, you know, if there, if there are other allegations with other schools that wind up coming out, I mean, it, it's going to be a situation where I think something happened like this in the, the ni- I want to say the 90s with the SEC, where it kind of came out that people were, you know, hiring PIs against each other, and, and there was this and there was that, and everyone was, I won't say cheating, but ev- almost everyone in the conference was kind of doing something to – to draw attention to themselves. And I think that the SEC went ahead and slapped some probation on all of them and, and kind of reined them in that way. I did that. That's why P uh, you know, that's why the SEC doesn't have, um, you know, I, I don't think it's legal down, uh, down there for them to have PIs or third parties involved in investigations. Cause again, you know, if you're setting the precedent that a school or a rival school can, you know, investigate someone else, via third party when you start losing or when you suspect something's going on, then what stops everyone else from doing that? And I think that in that respect, you know, if there's, you know, there's legitimate smoke that that is the case with this Michigan situation. I think that is something that's been galvanizing for them and and the gloves are off, so to speak, which is not, it's kind of unique territory for Michigan, right? Because we're used to them kind of taking their punishment and saying, sorry, and and self-imposing as we saw with the, the suspension earlier this year, but I do get the sense right now that the gloves have come off and Michigan's ready to take this as far as it can go. You can follow everything connected to the Michigan story in, in an actual football game this Saturday, the biggest one of the season for Jim Harbaugh, JJ, and the Wolverines. Ten-point favorites on the road on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. I don't think that thing will stay at ten. It wouldn't surprise me if that's down near seven come kickoff at noon on Saturday. Anthony Broom, the Wolverine.com team, they're all over this story. They have the best sources and also opinions. Uh, and sane, uh, objective, even though they're the Wolverine.com, I think they have a sane, objective look 
I had everything connected to this story since it broke almost three weeks ago. Anthony, thank you for the update. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right, Anthony Broom checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports. Michigan State football deserved that win last Saturday for the players. And Harlan Barnett, the interim coach, they they had nothing to do with what Tucker did or the lack of leadership and not suspending Tucker uh, before the season started. I'll talk to Stout about that win over Nebraska. And Tom Izzo begins what could be his second national championship season. James Madison tonight at the Breslin Stout from Lansing and our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. next. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com in 40 minutes. Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal within the hour. And your thoughts on the Harbaugh situation. Uh, it is our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. How do you think this plays out? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they are a Michigan bank. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Save on Thanksgiving with one stop at Meyer. I see freshness. Get a Meyer Grade A frozen turkey, 59 cents per pound, limit one, and stuffing green beans and tasty pies. I smell savings. Plus, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Printed at checkout, redeemed through November 18th. It gives me great joy. <sighs> Deal so good, you gotta celebrate. Get Thanksgiving in one stop and start holiday shopping at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the Blaze Through Fall Jeep Giveaway. Every Saturday in November, two hourly winners, 5 to 10 p.m., take home a cool $500 cash. At 11 p.m. each night, one lucky guest wins a hot new Jeep Renegade or 15 grand. The Blaze Through Fall Jeep Giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. 
You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Chris Ballas from Wolverine.com was on the show an hour ago and said get ready for some big news that was ready to break. The AP is reporting that ex-college football staffers shared documents with Michigan showing a Big Ten team had Wolverine signs. AP byline from Ann Arbor, Michigan, a former employee at a Big Ten football program, said Monday it was his job to steal signs and he was given details from multiple league schools to compile a spreadsheet of play calling signals used by Michigan last year. The employee said he recently shared the documents which showed the Wolverine signs and corresponding plays as well as screenshots of text message exchanges with staffers at other Big Ten schools with Michigan. He spoke with the Associated Press on the condition of remaining anonymous because he feared the disclosure could impact his coaching career. The spreadsheet was compiled with details from a handful of coaches and programs across the Big Ten, the person said. He also gave the details to Michigan last week because he hoped it would help Jim Harbaugh's embattled program, and he believes Harbaugh and his coaches are being unfairly blamed for the actions of a rogue staffer. The alleged actions by conference schools potentially violate the Big Ten's sportsmanship policy which could lead to punishment by the commissioner's office. Harbaugh's program also faces that possibility. What I say in my opening statement today to all of you, that the Big Ten commissioner, by listening to the other football coaches and the other ADs, just opened up the conference to national embarrassment. And this is the AP. It's not the Wolverine.com, even though Chris had this story before the AP. So what are you going to do now if you're the Big Ten? You're just going to single out Michigan because the other schools don't like the fact they're number two in the country, two-time defending Big Ten national champ or Big Ten conference champions and potential national champion. You're going to do that without investigating how widespread is this cheating? Yeah, I get if Connor Stallions had that vast network, Jim Harbaugh will pay a price. I've stated that from day one. But for what the Big Ten is doing by listening to the ADs and singling out Michigan, you set yourself up for this. Now, I know for a fact that Iowa football coaches do not steal any defensive signals from any school they play. (laughs) Uh, Tim Stout from Stout on Sports. Our affiliate, you hear the huge show weeknights at 6 p.m. tape delayed. Stout on sports weekday mornings at 10 a.m. I mentioned this last week when I heard about these meetings where Harbaugh is told to hang up and the coaches can speak freely on them and the ADs do the same thing. Now Ward Manuel has excused himself from the college football playoff committee while this investigation uh, is going on. Uh, the Big Ten commissioner easily could have said, I'm going to wait until the NCAA investigation and the facts are presented. Instead, he led the mob from the rest of the Big Ten on this, and it's going to blow up in his face. 
Is that a way of saying good afternoon, Tim? How you doing today? How you doing, Timmy? Good, Bill. Uh, I'm like you. I mean, uh, one thing for sure, we never have a lack of anything to talk about. Later, if we're talking about these games anymore, the games are all secondary. Um, and I said this morning, through all the years I've had October on the air discussions, I never had an October like the October we just finished between both Michigan State and Michigan. Whatever happened to Mel Tucker, I thought he was always in the discussion. I never hear his name brought up anymore, anywhere, at any time. He, he's a distant memory, I guess. Uh, also, we're getting uh, from Ross Dellinger. Again, the story is made for Sports Talk Radio. Uh, NCAA Findings do not yet connect the in-person scouting recording to Jim Harbaugh. Sources tell Yahoo Sports. Oh, God. Yeah, here goes everybody now trying to, uh, it's going to be Connor Stallions, which it should have been, but you were coupling Harbaugh with him. And uh, the Big Ten, this commissioner is inexperienced, showed here on leadership, Timmy, that he should have told, look, I hear all of you. I'm with you. Uh, if this is true and Harbaugh is connected, even if he's not, there will be a, a punishment. But now with stories coming out on other schools and the Ryan Day and the family member allegations, the Big Ten cannot single out Michigan here. They can't. They'll get. They'll, they'll lose hundreds of million in a lawsuit from Harbaugh and the university. Well, to that point. Uh, Bill, about Petiti, you know, the Big Ten has had long-term commissioners through the years in, you know, uh, in uh, Wayne Duke and then Jim Delaney, and then Kevin Warren was there for a very short time, and this guy's been around a very short time. I think these jobs are so much more uh, involved and difficult because of the changing landscape in college sports anymore. I think that involves administrative people up and down the line. In Petiti's case, you know, he's between a rock and a hard place. No matter what he does with this in the near future, somebody isn't going to like it one way or the other. My sense is when he had a visit with the president of Michigan, Santa Ono, and received the email from him, if nothing else, he's got to be fully aware that if he tries to suspend Harbaugh or give Michigan any punishment this week, the week of a game during the season, that Michigan is absolutely in high gear to go into court immediately to try to get that stalled with some kind of restraining order and injunction, claiming there is no due process on this and likely would win. And that would make the Big Ten look even worse if this thing comes down to a judge you know, giving Michigan some kind of spare time. I would be surprised myself if anything comes of this through the end of the regular season for the reasons you just stated and probably others, you know, that are coming forward. I don't know exactly what all those ADs and coaches said on all these calls. I don't know where they all are. And I don't think there's any love lost between the guy at Purdue and Harbaugh. They barely touched hands after the game on Saturday. I mean, they're all trying to survive one way or the other. I don't know what Harbaugh's relationship is with Ward Manuel or with the people behind the scenes at Michigan. I think it's in a way too bad that it has tainted to some degree what some people think about the seasons you know Michigan has had, although it gets into high gear now in these final three games of the regular season. But to your point, just because of so much indecision, I don't think some kind of a suspension this week would work, even if it was merited, because I think Michigan is resolved 
that it would fight it immediately. And if it had to go to court to do it, even though that would make the Big Ten not look very good, I think Michigan would be willing to do that if you go by what you've heard from the Michigan people. Uh, We're also getting from Brett McMurphy, another college football writer. Michigan has received notice from the Big Ten indicating specific sign-stealing allegations, but it does not indicate what penalties would be administered. UM sources said Michigan has until Wednesday to respond to the Big Ten. Source said the Big Ten's pursuit of penalties against Michigan and or Jim Harbaugh is viewed as a PR stunt in response to public pressure and in light of the conference's lack of action up to this point. Source said Michigan will legally fight uh, any disciplinary actions. There you go. That's, yeah, I don't think I don't think Michigan's lawyers are rank amateurs either. I mean, I'm sure that Michigan's people behind the scenes have looked at all of their options and you know taken everything into consideration. If something would come down that would harm in any way, you know, the focus on the remainder of this entire football season. Now, after this then I think anything is up for grabs. But I think there are other players in this too, Bill. I'd like to know, where's Central Michigan University in all this? I mean, is CMU culpable in all this? It's hard for people around here to believe that whoever it was on that sideline in Spartan Stadium with all of that CMU gear and a credential, I mean, Michigan State does not have any It is hard to get a sideline credential, I can tell you right now, for an MSU home football game. They have cleaned that sideline out. There's no bands down there. They've cleaned that thing out, mostly for safety purposes. And, you know, when CMU says they're trying to figure this out, you know, what was the motive of having someone back behind there? Was that guy trying to get with an electronic device, Michigan State signals? Was there something with Michigan involved? I mean, you know, there's so much that is unknown with this right now. That's why I would still be surprised if there was anything before, you know, either this week, next week, whatever, and certainly the week of the Ohio State game uh, that was involving this off the field. But, Bill, I will predict this. If you think tempers were hot in previous Michigan-Ohio State games, mm. it looks Ohio, Ohio State's going to be 11-0 because they got Michigan State, Minnesota, and Columbus, and then they come in 11-0. If Michigan gets by Penn State, then Michigan comes in 11-0, and those two who are hot enough at each other now, I mean, there's clearly and never has been any type of love loss between Ryan Day and Jim Harbaugh, let alone the two teams. And you add the fact that Ohio State has lost twice to Michigan, which in Columbus doesn't set very well, as everyone knows. I can only imagine what the emotions would be when you have two 11-0 teams going at it on the line with the game in Michigan Stadium with everything that is on the line for what both of them have worked for, the pressure of Ohio State to end its losing streak to Michigan and Michigan in its quest to finally get over the top after two close calls and win the national title. Stay tuned for that. By the way, an update from this afternoon. I don't know if you heard it. The NCAA has joined in with CMU looking into who was on the sidelines. So there you go. i got to get to a network break, Uh, Timmy. Again, another time where I bring you on and we don't talk about anything I wanted to talk about because of stories that have nothing to do uh, with the upcoming games. Uh, We'll connect soon, Tim, okay? Absolutely. We keep up the good work, Bill. Talk to you soon. All right. This is Tim Stout from Stout on Sports on the game, 730 a.m. in Lansing, weekday mornings at 10 a.m. The huge show is heard in the Lansing area weeknights, 6 p.m. until 9 p.m.
Our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Your thoughts on this Michigan situation? The story keeps taking twists and turns almost hourly today. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single record of the year is Better Man. Special guest, Josh Greason. Tickets start at $40. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Clint Black and Josh Greason. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday presented by our good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and official sports betting partner, the NBA. Huge offer for Pistons NBA fans. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and new customers who use code HUGE when they sign up and bet five bucks on the Pistons or any other NBA team will get $200 instantly in bonus bets, win or lose. It's an automatic W. Basketball's more fun when you're in on the game day action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And those new customers will get that $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5 on any NBA game. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And only when you use code HUGE, the crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at one 800 Seven zero seventy one seventeen twenty one and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire one hundred sixty eight hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Big bad huge. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. 
It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. NBA fans, I know you are pumped up. The wait is over. Pro basketball is back. And the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant W. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. We are back live across Michigan. I was just showing Superfly Hayes from Huddle video of my son Ace, the junior offensive lineman, defensive lineman, Grand Rapids Force Hills Easter. We lost a tough one Friday night. Got to give Grand Rapids South Christian defending D4 state champs credit. The quarterback Carson Viss, uh, Jake Vermont, the receiver of Vermont. They just ran an NFL two-minute drill and Beat us with a touchdown on fourth and ten, I think. Fourth and nine. 29 seconds left. Mm. Mm. But I was showing him a play earlier in the fourth quarter where my son Ace, who's 6'2", 272, right guard, there's a fumble by the Four Hills Eastern quarterback in the backfield. Just loses control. Ace picks it up, turns against the grain, and is heading out towards the corner, and he's hauling. He looked like a running back. And then he got cut down. It was really cool. Great game. Officials missed a few calls, but you know what? These high school officials aren't pro or college officials, even though I don't have a lot of good things to say about them. They missed a call on a touchdown. Uh, They're spotting. I hope all of them are eating bowls of carrots this week before they get to their next game. Besides that, I'm over it. It was a tough loss because Big Rapids in Division Four upset powerful Whitehall, which South Christian now will host Big Rapids. We would have been the host for the quarterfinal game Friday night. So with that win, we would have been two away from Ford Field. Mm. Mm. Kids played hard, though. If your kids lay it on the line... We all can question decisions, coaching. We do. We all do it as fans, as parents. I'm sorry, you know, sports radio, it happens. But it was a big game going in and had the feel of a big game. It did. Fox 17, it was their game of the week. Our flagship station, 96 won the game. Buck Gino, Brett Bikita were there. It just, the crowd, it had the feel, man. It's, it's what I love about high school football. And I also love that my son Ace afterwards wanted to get photos with the seniors. And, and it just, his leadership, I, I showed um, Superfly 
the, the picture where he just standing for the anthem, he looked like a man. It's the first time I've ever looked at a photo of my son Ace, who just turned 17, and said, he looks like a man. Mm, it goes by fast. But I know how hard he's worked, how hard that team has worked, how hard their coaches have worked. And they had an 8-3 and three season with two home playoff games and two of the three losses were by three and a last-second touchdown to the defending D4 state champion, Grand Rapids South Christian Sailors, a great football program. I did write my son a note that I shared uh, with people that, and, and I wrote this, it was, I think it was later Friday night that I said, my man Ace, you do everything in your life for others. Your heart is real for your family, girlfriend, friends, and teammates. Your world will always be what you want it to be. Never change. I've been proud of you every day of your life. Love you, Dad. And it had nothing to do with football. Because I know what his journey was. I know how much pain he was playing in, how he's banged up every week, how hard he worked out when he was doing eight workouts a week in the offseason. And to hear people talk about his hard work and to watch it pay off against a powerful football team. He earned it. The team earned it. It's not just about Ace. It's about that great collection of offensive linemen and players who just laid it on the line every week. And it wouldn't surprise me. You know, Big Rapids is playing great football. But Danny Brown is such a good coach at South Christian and his staff. And Carson Viss, who's going to be a D1 basketball player. I think Jake Vermas is a D1 wide receiver. I don't know why teams are looking at him. And Cam Van Sokoma signed at Grand Valley State. I think he has a great future as a defensive lineman. And Ace and him were going at it, and it was a war. And it had such a big feel to the game. You know, and you can't win them all. I know it's a cliche. But it just, the start to finish, it had the feel. And you all know when we've walked into a stadium where it has the feel. This is going to be a big game. This is going to be a big game. And we have, I think, what, 15 juniors starting, had an 8-1 JV team. So the future's pretty bright. Ace is only a junior. I know Tony Anise loves him. He's going to go up and visit Ferris this weekend. Tony even said, I'm really interested in what the D1 schools are going to do now that his junior year is complete. Alan True, who handles recruiting in the Midwest, and you see him on the Big Ten Network, he said, after seeing some of Ace's clips, he said he needs to get his full highlight reel now, like with an exclamation point. Which is pretty cool. And that's Ace's hard work. Has nothing to do with me. I support him. I'll do whatever I can. But I'm so damn proud of him as a person. And also, by the way, he he's honored as one of the FHE student athletes in fall sports coming up on Wednesday night. So he does it in the classroom. He does it on the football field. He treats everybody, like I said in that little note, he treats everybody with so much respect and love. Gosh, I'm just, uh, I love all my children. But to watch Ace do this on his own as a father 
even though it's going to hurt Friday night when all those other games are ramping up and you're thinking what could have been. But I think we all do that in life, what could have been, instead of focusing on what was and how awesome that ride was. And you know what? If it was his last senior game, that would sting even more. But there's another run next year with the loaded football team for Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern, and I can't wait to see it. And good luck to all the teams that advanced, because you earned it. Let's go to Clayton Safey for the Wolverine.com, another Michigan insider. It has been one crazy afternoon as Anthony Broom, who joined us earlier, uh, summed it up in a tweet, uh, Clayton. I was going through the list of what we've experienced in the last hour and a half. Chris Ballas for the Wolverine.com joined us about – you know, 90 minutes ago and said, get ready. There's some bombshells coming out. So this is what we've dealt with in the last 90 minutes. Potential of coaches conspiring between programs in the Big Ten to decipher Michigan's signs. And I'm reading from Anthony Broom's tweet to help aid the cause against a future opponent. The Big Ten serving up an official notice of potential discipline to the University of Michigan. Uh, the Big Ten still has nothing Lincoln wrongdoing to Harbaugh Russ, or Ross Dellinger uh, put that story out there. Wow, what an afternoon. This story is absolutely crazy. And Adam Rittenberg uh, reported that the NCAA has joined CMU trying to find out who was on the sidelines. No, no one can figure that out six <laughs> days later. Clay, Clay, uh, just when I think, all right, this story has to hit its max point. It, it does. We get this day. It's amazing. <laughs> My favorite thing is that they haven't figured out who that was on the sidelines. Six days. Uh, Six days. Uh, it's that. I mean, that part is the funniest part of this whole thing, which looking back, I think we'll all be laughing about a lot of this, um, you know, years from now. Uh, but that one, that one cracks me up. But yeah, it's, it's been an absolutely insane afternoon. I'm glad I got eight hours of sleep last night for the first time in a while because it's been absurd. And I think there's going to be more from what we've learned coming out as well on more specifics on Larry Lage from the Associated Press, his story that, you know, an anonymous former Big Ten staffer was putting together Michigan signs and received input from other schools oh. inspiring or, or colluding. And that's against the Big Ten sportsmanship policy. And, Bill, as you know, the Big Ten sportsmanship policy is the exact policy that Tony Petiti, the Big Ten commissioner, is putting into effect right now to try to punish Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. So this could get pretty ugly if these same coaches that are outraged, you know, as we talked about last week, and, and encouraging Commissioner Tony Petiti to act on Michigan, well, they may have done some things wrong as well. And if they're hoping that immediate action is taken on Jim Harbaugh, then maybe now the rabbits got the gun and, you know, immediate action could be taken on them. So that's where this thing could get really messy. I think for uh, people not named Michigan, it doesn't absolve anything Michigan has allegedly done, but we can tell you right now that they're not going to take a suspension lying down. They're going to take it to the court. If, if they have to, uh, you know, try to get in an emergency, uh, you know, injunction for Jim Harbaugh to continue coaching, including on Saturday against Penn state. I forgot to add in that Brett McMurphy reported Michigan AD Ward Manuel not attending the college football playoff selection committee meetings because of, quote, ongoing investigation into Michigan's program. That's another uh, story here within the last 
uh, 90 minutes. Not a big surprise uh, on that because Manuel, I'm sure they're meeting, you know, nonstop right now on what to do. And I will say with the news of the day that you're Tony Petiti, the Big Ten commissioner. And if you try and single out Michigan, if the evidence is presented in regards to all of these reported situations today, it's the most bi- it will be the most biased penalty ever handed down by any conference, institution, or the NCAA. It will. Yeah. And, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense either to suspend Jim Harbaugh because as Ross Dellinger and Yahoo Sports reported, so far, and again, it's early in the Big Ten, or excuse me, in the NCAA's investigation, which they've shared information on, to the Big Ten. Um, but right now, there's no link to Jim Harbaugh. There's no link to other coaches. And Michigan showed by suspending Connor Stallions immediately that if there is a link, you know, they would take that person off the field and they would suspend them immediately. Um, but right now, in the NCAA would encourage them to do that as well, by the way, and that, you know, they don't want to incur, you know, future penalties and, or, um, you know, vacate wins and stuff like that, you know, to have some sort of competitive advantage right now. Uh, they would pull them off the field, but there hasn't been that link yet. There hasn't been evidence yet. So suspending Jim Harbaugh, I understand he's in charge of the program, but it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And I think people at Michigan over the last few days uh, have been working around the clock uh, on what their legal case would be. And, um, you know, in terms of how they would respond to a potential suspension to Jim Harbaugh and say, this would cause, you know, damage to, uh, to the program, to this season, um, you know, and, and that there's no evidence to Jim Harbaugh. It, it just does not, make any sense that's kind of their case at this point um but i agree i mean it would be it's funny because a week ago we, no one was talking about potential big 10 punishment the big 10 coming in out of nowhere and punishing michigan but now they are only after calls with big 10 competitors coaches administrators and presidents that would gain by michigan losing here um so that you know tony Petiti, this is his first big decision as uh, the big 10's commissioner and, uh, you know, I think things are going to get a little bit more complicated now with stuff coming out on potential wrongdoing from other opponents. That do you, do you go and punish them immediately? That's where it gets interesting. Yeah, because based on what we're hearing uh, today, we'll go on Monday this week, and according to the reports, Michigan has been formally notified of possible discipline, so they're going to respond. The question is, if Michigan has evidence linking other schools to sign stealing, link another schools to investigations, link another schools to colluding against Michigan, just like they did with 13 coaches where they asked Harbaugh not to be honest so they could talk freely. You're the Big Ten commissioner. If your, your move should be right now, but now you stepped up and it's out there that you sent notice. And if you don't do anything, because you have every other member school saying, hey, Tony, you got to do something. Our coach is at, right. And now you get where Ryan Walters at Illinois may have had access to Michigan signals. Ohio State in 2022 may have had access to Michigan signs. And you get the collusion. You get the Wolverine.com story last Friday about Ryan Day leading the investigation, leaking to these college football sources that his brother's firm was involved. Well, what was good today about Larry Leggy and AP going with this is that they're taking the home, and I'm calling you guys Homer, but the hometown 
people out of it and saying, look, this, this is an AP story now. There, there's your national reporter. There's your national look at this, Mr. Big Ten Commissioner. And if you're going to walk, you're going to keep walking down that path, then we're exposing the other schools. Are you going to do the sportsmanship rule on collusion? Are you going to do the sportsmanship rule uh, if it's true on Ryan Day and his family investigating his arch rival because he's worried about losing his job if he loses for the third straight time? And let's be honest, why this garbage started in the first place. And yes, I get the NCAA rule that Harbaugh will have to have some sort of punishment based on Connor Stallions being on his staff. We all understand this. But but to have the 13 coaches ask Harbaugh not to be on it to speak freely, to have the ADs twice, including Alan Haller, speak out about integrity and credibility, which is kind of humorous if you think about it, and Michigan doesn't get a chance to defend themselves, and you're Tony Petiti and you're going to do this right now? Now, what he could be doing, and let's be honest here in the game of politics, because that's what you are, a politician as the Big Ten commissioner. He sent them the notice. They're going to say things, and he can come back and say, at this time, we will allow the investigation to complete itself, and, and we'll have no further comment until then. And now he appeased that side, and he appeased the Michigan side, right? Yeah, I think that's, that's definitely um, you know, a possibility. Um, and, and you're, you're right. I want to go back to something you were, you were just saying there, uh, about how Petiti has acted already given Michigan, their notice of allegations. They have a, apparently 48 hours to respond. He's already done that. Now more news could potentially come out on this whole like conspiracy, uh, against Michigan with teams colluding and, and sharing signs together, which again is against the big 10 sportsmanship policy. Um, then now he has to act against those teams, right? Given the precedent, the dangerous Amen. one that we talked about last week that he, and, and I thought Stuart Mandel, I know you don't have a lot of love for him, but he had a great tweet just a couple minutes ago. He said, so the same schools begging the commissioner to punish Michigan. We're banding together to see <laughs> Michigan signs. Yeah. Um, it, so one, it's, it's hypocritical, obviously, if this is true. Two, it kind of proves that these schools knew that Michigan um, was very good at stealing signs, which is legal, obviously. So it wasn't that much of a competitive advantage because you have the opportunity to change your signs. Ohio State already said they did so in the 2022 game last year against Michigan. So that kind of takes the competitive advantage out of it and actually potentially gives them a competitive advantage. And people have been loosely throwing out the term cheating lately. Um, you could probably loosely throw it out there for this too. Although, you know, I would like to, to know more information before I slap the label on there, but um, it's, and, and as Stuart Mandel said in his tweet, to, to sum it up, this story gets juicier every day, as we've talked about. And I think, again, from what we've heard, there are more national reporters. Like you said, I mean, it's one thing for people in Ann Arbor to be reporting on this, but there are more national reporters digging into this type of stuff on that side of the story, the colluding right now as we speak, including potentially names of schools that could come out as early as today. And I'm watching Mandel and Brett McMurphy and these guys who have kind of been quiet and laying back on this and not mm-hmm. jumping the gun, that, and even Ross Dellinger, that there's nothing connecting Harbaugh. I'm seeing a little pivot nationally because I think they realize, oh, my Lord, if other Big Ten schools, as Mandel said, and I shared that tweet, if the same schools, the 13 coaches, are calling out Michigan, you're Tony Petiti, 
and you get that today after you sent notice and listened to the ADs and the coaches, I'm sorry. I call up everybody and say, Michigan, uh, I apologize, and we move on. And we'll let the NCAA investigation play out. Because he, he, right. he, he, he's positioned himself to be the shortest tenured Big Ten commissioner ever if this blows up in his face. If he sat there and listened to the lies of Big Ten coaches and the lies of Big Ten ADs, and he went ahead with the punishment letter, and now all this is coming out, and he never did his due diligence before the punishment letter, he'll be gone within the year. Gone. Don't make him the fall guy. I'm telling you. He, he went down a path that I knew exactly where this was going, and it's where it's at at this hour. Yeah. De- no, definitely. I mean, there's, I understand there's pressure on him from the, you know, maybe 10, 11, or I don't know if it's all 13 other Big Ten schools that want Michigan punished, but there's also pressure on him from what Michigan's going to do. And like I said, there are people around the clock not only working on Michigan's legal response, but again, like things are going to, you know, they've opened a can of worms here where things could come out on other schools. And if the precedent is to punish them immediately, he may have to act on that. Um, you called him a politician. I agree. There are a lot of politicians involved. This has turned into kind of a political type of thing situation right now. Um, politicians don't love to admit that they're wrong. So I would probably bet against Tony Petiti doing that and, and pulling back here, um, which, I, like you said, I, I think could end in his tenure being short-lived with the Big Ten. Now, we'll see how it plays out, but I think he certainly is running the risk of that right now. Um, and, and apparently he's being advised as well by Jim Delaney, who uh, people are not overly fond of. Who hates of Michigan. In our, in our, yeah, exactly. So the, the former Big Ten commissioner, of course, uh, before Kevin Warren, who, yeah, who doesn't have a great track record here in Ann Arbor of, of appeasing the fans here. Um, so that's, that's kind of an interesting layer as well. But there's just so, so much more to this story, I think, that we're going to continue to learn. The can of worms has officially been opened, I think. Not a can of worms, it's a can of BS. Well, I almost said <laughs> the other word, but, and I know your family's listening, and you got like nephews and nieces, and I don't want those kids that's being right. corrupted listening on our flagship station, 96 won the game while they're having Monday night bubble pizza with mama uh, safety. Uh, So they get until Wednesday. If they're providing evidence of what's been alleged today towards other schools, even going back to Chris Ballas' story last Friday about evidence linking Ryan Day and the family to this, uh, that Petiti never did the investigation first, He's done. Done as Big Ten commissioner. That's my opinion. Yeah, and I think that that's an element too. The the PI is firm that presented the evidence to the NCAA. I mean, why, if you're Michigan, why wouldn't you start investigating? And from what we've heard as well over the years, and this is common with a lot of schools, I believe. But you know, you, they kind of gather things that you know they care about what goes on, whether it's recruiting or, or otherwise, with other schools. And you kind of, uh, I think. You know, our Chris Ballas over on the Wolverine.com put it really well in an article yesterday saying it's basically like you're one of these powerful nations with nuclear weapons. You hope you never have to use them, but you do store them. You know, I think information, you know, is, is there for a lot of these schools. And if now the precedent is that you can use that against these other schools in some sort of weird way of competing off the field to, to impact what goes on on the field, then, uh, then I think you're looking at 
you know, a lot of things blowing up in not only the Big Ten space, but a bunch of different schools as well. It would be interesting. Any coaches that were in that 13 or the, was it, well, they add so many. How, how many are in the Big Ten right now? 14 officially, right? Until they Four, add? 14 right. currently. Yeah. Yep. So yep. those 13 coaches, any of those coaches, if they're ever linked to what has been reported today, including against Michigan or stealing signs or having spreadsheets that they shared, and they sat on that conference call and lied, I hope they all lose their jobs. Yeah. And even if there is no link, who's to stop the Big Ten from acting now? You know, that's, that's part of it, too, because right now there's no link to Jim Harbaugh for this, and it looks like he might get punished. So that's, that's where it gets Yeah, crazy. Big Ten. I, I, hey, hold on. Right here we're yeah. getting the latest from the Big Ten. They banned me for two shows under the Big Ten sportsmanship policy. You take that to court, huge. You take that to court. Yeah, right I've, now. I've had enough of court for a while. I think we'll just. <laughs> I think I'll slow down on that just a little bit there, Clayton Safey. <laughs> hey, buddy, good stuff as always. Uh, you, uh, Anthony Broom, Chris Ballas, uh, the best sources, uh, opinions that are spot on at thewolverine.com, Johnny Borden, Doug Skeen, and more. Yeah. You want to follow this story, go to thewolverine.com. Clayton, thank you for your time. Appreciate you. Have a great week. Yeah, this story, just everything. Rolling out. Hey, how about Ryan Walters? Talk about he could be one and done at Purdue in this. One and done. One and done, Captain Dog Meat. One and done. Somebody say, hey, one and done. You want to join in? Our Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. What's your thoughts on the latest and everything connected to this Michigan story? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top right! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Lions were on the bye this past weekend with a 6-2 record at the midway point of the season. The defense currently ranks 5th in yards allowed per game, 2nd best in rushing yards against, and 14th in average points against at just 20.6. Offensively, Detroit is currently 2nd in yards per game, 8th in average Average scoring and quarterback Jared Goff went into the weekend at fourth in total yards passing, ninth in rating, QBR, and touchdown passes thrown. A lot of people have asked about Jameer Gibbs at the 12th overall selection in this past year's draft, and that's all fine and dandy as long as you remember that that trade netted Lions tight end Sam Laporta as well. The two fabulous freshmen are the only two rookie teammates to combine for a thousand plus yards thus far this season. Not too shabby for Campbell and company. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement. 
ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's a Black Friday free fall every week in November. Each week, nab the best deal around with drawings from 3 to 11 p.m. Every hour, four lucky players will win up to $1,000 premium play. Don't miss a moment of the excitement. It's Black Friday free fall. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan, the only show where the people have a voice. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Busy afternoon on the Big Ten Michigan front. Big Ten sent a notice about possible discipline. Michigan has until Wednesday to respond. Ross Dellinger, Yahoo Sports College football writer, said... NCAA's evidence so far doesn't link Harbaugh to Connor Stallions and what he did. AP reporting that multiple Big Ten schools may have colluded on a spreadsheet, sign-stealing. Ward Manuel excused himself from the college football playoff committee meetings because of the ongoing investigation. Hey, it's only Monday. My lord. Let's go talk to Graham Couch, opinion maker, Couch in the Rube podcast. Uh, he joins us here on the Huge Show. How you doing, my friend? And also Lansing State Journal, opinion maker. What's happening? Yeah, I'm doing well. It's, it's uh, a, a boring month. Nothing happening, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah you, you start this season with Mel Tucker's story or early on in the season, and you take it through this, there's never been any focus on an actual football game, Michigan State or Michigan, all year long. I'm talking yeah, about no, from the, 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 the media types like us, for the most part. Yeah, you really haven't had it. And part of that stems from just a you know fairly weak Big Ten. Um, so Michigan really hasn't played anybody yet of, like, that's a threat to them. They will this, you know, against Penn State and then and Ohio State, but it's kind of a two-game season for them, and the rest of the league really isn't all that relevant. So that that adds to it too, because you just don't get these epic games that, that that we're sort of crescendoing into week after week, like you sometimes do. And then you get 
juicy stories that, and, and, and frankly, that are, you know, I mean, that are impacting potentially on the field. So, I mean, if, if Jim Harbaugh is suspended, that, that would mean something to Michigan. That's a, that's a big deal. So it is, it is a big story or if there are any other, uh, you know, ramifications for it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, but you're right. We haven't gotten the usual, I mean, as good as Michigan is, and they, this might be the best team they've had, um, certainly since I've been an adult. Uh, and uh, it's just there's not a lot of focus on it right now. How do you think it plays out? What's your gut feeling? My gut is that Harbaugh gets a like a two-game suspension. I agree. And is back for Ohio State. And, and I think if you're Michigan, to be honest, like you, you don't hate it because there's something that it won't appease everybody. But what you want to do if you're Michigan is you want you do not want this great season you're having, this best team. You may you may not have a team this good for a long time. You may not have Harbaugh beyond this season. Who knows? But you don't want this season to be some asterisk season. So if there is a punishment of some sort, I think that helps to, you know, maybe get rid of that a little bit because Harbaugh may not have had anything. That he may have, you know, my guess is, I mean, this Connor Stallion's character is is. is quite a character right it, it, you can see how he could have done some things that uh, I don't know if I wouldn't say he's completely rogue I'd be surprised if nobody else in the program had any idea that there was video or things coming in that they shouldn't have had but you can see how he would be operating without Jim Harbaugh knowing right and, and yet like any CEO like anybody when it's your program and your program is benefiting from something that breaks the rules or your program somewhere is breaking the rules you, you, the CEO, the head coach, there is accountability there. And, and I think in some ways, if you're Michigan, and, and not that there's any ability before an NCAA investigation to vacate wins or anything like that, but you would rather, like losing Harbaugh is, I mean, it's, it's not nothing, but it's a lot less of a deal than if you actually go by the idea that what they did created such an advantage that like wins and losses ought to be revisited. I mean, that, you'd much rather lose your coach for a couple of days than, than, than or a couple of games than anything more than that. Graham, uh, busy afternoon. Uh, we'll catch up, talk hoops and MSU and the coaching search down the road. You take care of my man, all right? All right, sounds good. Take care. All right, Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal, opinion maker, Couch in the Root podcast, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. One final segment straight ahead. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Earn bonus points with M-Perks at Meyer for just one more way to save this holiday season. Shop groceries, apparel, gifts, and more, and earn points on it all. And right now, earn two times the points for every dollar you spend on select Meyer brand food. Earn points every time you shop and redeem them anytime you want. Make Meyer your one-stop shop for everything you need this holiday season. And with M-Perks, you'll save even more. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my friends at Urban U. They're Michigan's best med spot. Now, they have multiple locations in the Grand Rapids metro area, and you'll find an Urban U location in Northville on the east side of the state. And this is a message for any guy listening right now. How often do you think about your skin health care? 
Bourbon U has multiple options that could help you immediately. Whether you work out a lot, you run, your job requires a lot of sweating, you need to think about your skin health care, and Urban U can help you, hydrofacials, and so much more, or even your kids. Think about that. If your son, your daughter's playing a lot of sports and they're having trouble with their skin health care, Urban U has options that can help today. Just go to theurbanu.com to find out more. Locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and on the east side of the state in Northville. Go to theurbanu.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in a luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. I ran into my good friend Ken Sanders, who's a local attorney here in West Michigan. Uh, He is the king of due process. I think that's on his business card. I want to get his thoughts about Michigan... Uh, being hammered without an investigation, at least for the time being, they get 48 hours to respond. Uh, in your mind, Ken, and by the way, welcome into the studio, my friend. Thank you, Bill. All right, define due process from your viewpoint as an attorney. Well, due process, my opinion is that you need and it's required that you get notice of what you're called upon to defend. And that's what they did today, the Big Ten. Actual notice. You know, it can't be just, it's got to be actual notice. But you also have to have an opportunity to defend. So the due process is notice, opportunity to defend. And, you know, if someone's going to jam you up and say you got 48 hours, is that really giving you adequate time to defend? And and so due process is important. Uh, So in your world as an attorney for over 35 years. 40. Oh, excuse me. I was I was being nice. You, you do look good. You look like you lost <laughs> some weight and your hair looks uh, much darker than it did the last time I saw you. Is that uh, has social network influenced courtrooms and decisions? Do you think it has social I, networks plural? I, I think it has. And I think the, the, the problem is, is that everything is now open, exposed uh, allegations, accusations. Uh, it gets fed into the stream of consciousness of people that might have a grudge against the school or a person right away and just, you know, takes it for granted that it must be true. And I think that's a real problem because, um, you know, it's that conviction in the court of public opinion versus a court of law. Yeah, you, you are guilty until proven innocent on Twitter, Facebook, uh, TikTok, whatever it is, any social network. I think you're right. And that's the sad part about it because it's just hit the send button. All right, uh, speaking of hitting the send button and the launch button, uh, Cohen Carr, you and I 
uh, talk often. Uh, that freshman, his athleticism, maybe Jason Richardson coming in uh, would be comparable, but Tom Izzo, they begin their season tonight against James Madison, and this could be a national championship year for the Spartans. It could be, and uh, I would call Mr. Carr gravity-defying uh, watching him uh, during that exhibition game uh, was amazing. And I think he's the kind of guy, Bill, that could average 10 points in a season and never shoot a jump shot or a free throw. Uh, because it's it's high jams. It, th- that weak side block that he had, I thought, was absolutely amazing from the athleticism. Uh, and this kid's just a freshman. He's raw. And so... Uh, he's got a lot of learning to do, but yet that talent is is there, and it's it's going to be an interesting season because we've got, you know, the guys that came back for that fifth year, Walker and Hogart or Walker and Hall, and you got you know Hogart and Atkins and even Holloman uh, to run that uh, that backcourt, and um, hoping that um, Kolar gets back, but Cooper impresses me early uh, that you know he's 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 improved. Break it down, Canada. Uh, yes, you know. Sissoko uh, just got a squeeze to pillow. Oh, my God, you going to work? Are you yeah. working the James Madison yeah. Michigan State game tonight, Kenny? Well, I, I might. And, you know, they're uh, picked to win their. Um, their <laughs> Do your homework. They, all they the are time. picked to win their division. And this is not just a light game. Izzo never schedules light games. I and, know. Then, and then they're coming up with uh, Duke and Arizona and Baylor all in a month. I love it, Ken. So it's a test. It's going to be fun. All right. Ken Sanders, local attorney, West Michigan. Uh, you know, you live out near Gracewell Golf Course. You and I are avid golfers. We've talked about golf, that a lot of these public courses are going away because they're being sold for developments. Uh, there's a vote tomorrow in Alpine Township, northwest side of Grand Rapids that uh, you're close to. Explain what's happening tomorrow and what's on the line in Alpine Township. Sure, and I'll try to be quick because I, I can talk forever about this topic. Uh, tomorrow is a vote uh, that we're asking the voters of Alpine Township to vote no on. It's the no on the rezoning of this golf course to an OSNPUD. Won't get into all that, all that, what that means, but uh, this is a developer that wants to put 538 homes on about 108 acres. Uh, it's going to do some real damage to uh, uh, the woodlands there. It's going to be clear cutting the the whole golf course, which is a tragedy. It's going to lose that. Uh, and rural nature uh, of what Alpine Township is. There's going to be uh, traffic problems. Can you imagine, Billy, uh, having 4,200 cars uh, per day uh, in the stream of cars on the very busy uh, section of Grand Rapids, uh, Alpine Township? 4,200 new cars every day. You got Kennewa Hills High School and you've got all these other businesses along Four Mile. Uh, it's just going to be a nightmare. And the saddest part about this is that this developer, uh, you know, in his defense is saying that, well, it's either this or that. And there is no that before this commission ever. Uh, and what they're doing is trying to scare us with, if we don't vote yes on this plan, uh, then you're going to get something a lot worse. Well, that's not even before the commission. It's never been looked at. Uh, and if they think this, uh, this plan is, is something that uh, everybody wants, um, I hope the voters of Alpine Township tomorrow say no. Uh, what all that would do is just require them to come back, revisit it, maybe scale down the houses, consider the traffic, the water, uh, but maintaining a rural um, nature of what Alpine Township is. So I'm encouraging everybody who's listening that lives in Alpine Township, registered voter, to vote no 
uh, tomorrow uh, is very important uh, to maintain that uh, character of Alpine Township. Yeah, election days are important for everybody across the state to maintain uh, character. And Gracewell Golf Course isn't coming back. I did mention in, in the Alpine Township that the Alpine Golf Club uh, bought by Nick Lipinski, so that will remain an option there for public play. But a lot of public courses going away. Ken Sanders, local attorney, good friend, uh, loves golf, loves his Spartans. Uh, went to the Tom Sachs School of Male Cheerleading, dropped out early because Tom uh, got a master's uh, in that. So Tom is still um, a male try- cheerleader. He, yeah. He's trying to still cheerlead. I know he is. So. He is. He's a, And Michigan State fans are good people. A lot of people might call me a Michigan homer, but that's why I bring an attorney in to defend uh, myself. <laughs> Saturday was a big win for those Spartan football players. You got to feel sorry for them in a sense, or your heart has to go out. Tough year, uh, but you know what? They're all going to practice, working hard, and they're going to be back, and they're going to keep playing hard. And it was good for the seniors and good for the kids. And I had to give Ken the wrap-up sign. Ken, good stuff. Thank you for right, stopping buddy. in studio. Yeah, thanks for having Ken me. Sanders. Over forty years, one of the best attorneys. Uh, in the state of Michigan, joining us and a good friend of the show. 24-7, everything you need is free at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.